We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, White Sox fans. I'm Jim Margulis, and this is your White Sox wake-up call for September 28th, 2021. For about seven innings on Monday afternoon, it appeared the White Sox were on their way to a comfortable victory in a makeup game over the Detroit Tigers. Then, two things happened. Number one, Mike Wright failed to retire any of the three batters he faced, setting the table for a five-run eighth inning that allowed the Tigers to pull within one run. Number two, Jose Abreu decided his 21st hit by pitch on the season was enough, leading to a bench-clearing incident in the ninth inning. Despite the late fireworks, the White Sox held on to beat Detroit 8-7, clinching the season series with three games to play, and making the weekend series against the Tigers at guaranteed right field a hell of a lot more interesting. Abreu didn't cotton to getting plunked in the elbow by an 0-2 Alex Ling fastball in the ninth inning. He took his time taking first base, but he wasted no time when Ling threw a pitch in the dirt. Abreu broke hard for second, and while he was thrown out by a step, that seemed besides the point. He slid hard into second through the base and the tag of Nico Goodrum, who took exception to Abreu's velocity. Abreu didn't care for Goodrum's reaction, nor what Ling had to say, and that's when the benches emptied. No punches were thrown, and even the shoving was relatively mild, although that's because Gavin Sheets did a heroic job of keeping Abreu away from the masses. The umpires let Abreu vent and everybody stayed in the game, everybody besides Miguel Cairo, that is. We don't hear much about the rookie White Sox bench coach, but he was ejected from the dugout for making his displeasure known after Abreu got drilled. After the smoke cleared, Liam Hendricks came in and pitched around a leadoff single for his 37th save, when he recorded the final strikeout, he erupted in a scream towards his dugout that was primal even by his standards. It should have all been easier. The White Sox gave Dallas Keuchel a big cushion with a six-run explosion off Matt Manning in the fourth, and Keuchel did his five-inning two-run thing with only one run truly earned. That was a Jonathan Scope solo shot in the fifth, whereas the first run scored after Leori Garcia failed to make a play. Keuchel only allowed seven hits over five innings this time after allowing 11 his last time out. The White Sox needed to turn through the lineup to get their timing before sending Manning packing in the fourth. Yasmani Grandal first tied the game with a one-out homer, but it wasn't a rally killer. Instead, the next seven Sox reached safely. Eloy Jimenez, Yohan Makata, and Andrew Vaughn loaded the bases on walks, and Cesar Hernandez dropped a double inside the left field line to score two. Zach Collins drove in another two with a single to right to give the Sox a 5-1 lead. Luis Robert then split the left-center gap to score Collins. The only guy who didn't get involved in the fun was Abreu, who generated all three outs in the inning with a line-out and a double play. He grounded into two DPs on the afternoon, which might explain his frustration at the end of it. On a better note, Eloy Jimenez reached base four times, going three for four with a walk, as well as a resounding two-run no-doubter that gave the White Sox an 8-2 lead after seven. 
The Sox needed every bit of that cushion thanks to Mike Wright, who failed to retire any of the three batters he faced. Garrett Crochet couldn't stanch the bleeding either, but the other three relievers, Ryan Burr, Aaron Bummer, and Hendricks, all threw scoreless innings. It was an eventful wrap to the White Sox 11-game, three-city, four-stop road trip, during which they went 6-5. and five. Unfortunately, they needed to go 7-4 and four to pull their road record over 500. They finished the year 40-41 and 41 away from guaranteed right field. On the plus side, that means they'll finish the 2021 schedule at home, starting with a two-game set against the Reds. The White Sox split the series at Great American Ballpark back in May, winning the first game 9-0, then losing 1-0 in 10 innings in the game where Liam Hendricks ran for himself because Tony La Russa didn't know the rules. Both teams will have the DH this time, so that complication should be avoided. The first game of the two-game set will feature Reynaldo Lopez against Riley O'Brien with the first pitch at 7.10 p.m. Central on NBC Sports Chicago. Lopez is coming off a feisty three-and-a-third innings in the division-clinching victory in Cleveland back on Thursday, while the 26-year-old O'Brien will be making his MLB debut. O'Brien posted a 4.55 ERA with 121 strikeouts and 55 walks over 112 and two-thirds innings for AAA Louisville this season. The White Sox hope to have Adam Engel and Ryan Tapera back in action at some point this series, and Carlos Rodon is supposed to be set for Wednesday despite uninspiring reviews from Tony La Russa about his bullpen session. La Russa said about Rodon, quote, He didn't really let it go to where it was anything game-like, but he said he's good to try it on Wednesday, unquote, which La Russa built by saying, It's going to be an interesting night, important and interesting night. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Down on the farm, the Charlotte Knights are between series Monday and today in preparation for their final five games in Memphis starting Wednesday. The Dominican Summer League White Sox affiliate will have to hold your interest until then, and it lost to the DSL Reds by a score of 5-4 despite the efforts of Carlos Jimenez, who went 1-4 for four with a triple and three RBIs. Around the league, Cleveland beat the Royals in their makeup game at Progressive Field 8-3, during which Bradley Zimmer homered off his brother, Kansas City reliever Kyle Zimmer. The Reds are also coming off a makeup game, and they'll be coming into Chicago hot after stomping the Pirates 13-1. Nick Castellanos drove in five, and Joey Votto four. The Mariners and the A's had the only game with postseason implications on Monday night. Now it's probably fair to say that they only apply to Seattle, as the Mariners routed Oakland 13-4 behind a pair of Mitch Hanniger three-run homers. Setting the stage in the standings for what should be a thrilling finish to the season, the American League wildcard race has the Yankees hosting the game, with the Red Sox in the second spot by a game back, and the Blue Jays the first team out, but only by a game. Toronto has the benefit of controlling its destiny with three games against the Yankees starting today, while the Red Sox have the opportunity to beat up on Baltimore. The Mariners are still in the mix at one and a half games out, with two more against Oakland, which is three and a half back. 
In the National League, the San Francisco Giants have a two-game lead over the Los Angeles Dodgers in the NL West, but they'll have to go the rest of the regular season without Brandon Belt, who suffered a fracture in his thumb on a hit-by-pitch on Sunday. In the NL East, the Braves lead the Phillies by two and a half games, and those two teams will be playing each other the next three days. That'll do it for this edition of the White Sox Wake Up Call, which is my final one of the year. As always, it's been a pleasure. Visit SoxMachine.com to talk about the game, a post about how Jose Abreu doesn't deserve to get hit as often as he does, and I'll have a season review of the Birmingham Barons at some point as well. If you're new to the Sox Machine podcast, you can subscribe to us wherever podcasts are found. If you do so on Apple, we wouldn't mind a five-star rating and review. If you'd like to support what we do, you can do so at patreon.com slash SoxMachine, where plans for an ad-free site and show and bonus content on both start at $2 a month. Thanks for listening to the Sox Machine podcast. For SoxMachine.com, I'm Jim Margulis. And remember, Jose Abreu does not crowd the plate. Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.